Welcome to the Going All In podcast. I'm so happy that you could join me today. Yes, it is just me. If you are listening to this on Apple Music, Spotify, if you're, uh, or sorry, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see that I do not have my co-host with me, Allie, today. Uh, so, fun fact, Allie has joined a new band. Isn't that exciting? Allie decided to go to band camp. And she's gone right now. Actually, she's just in the living room. She uh, she had band practice today, and she was just a little mentally fried from it, I think. Uh, so she's. I said, honey, I got it. Don't worry about it. Uh, just rest. I actually had a, a solo episode planned for last week, and then she came home from LO Conference. I expected her to be too tired last week, but she was just full of, you know, uh, excitement from the conference she wanted to share. So that's what we did last week. So this week, you're stuck with just me, yours truly. And uh, what we're going to talk about is going all in. So a couple months ago, I did a a lock-in with junior high students. And at this lock-in, it was it was challenging, right? Because you've got a bunch of junior high kids that are 11, 10 years old, anywhere from 10 to 12 probably, maybe 13, and their attention span is it's hit and miss, right? Like you really have to engage them whenever you've got their attention, and if you don't, you know that window's going to pass you by and you're going to miss your opportunity. That's not my point of this episode. My point of this episode is something that I tried to get across to the junior high students at this lock-in. And I told them, I said, what we're going to do over the next 12 hours is we're going to go all in in everything that we do. I said, whenever we're playing games and whenever we're in the gym playing dodgeball, basketball, you name it, we are going to go all in on those games. I'm not going to try to get you to memorize a Bible verse as you're pelting somebody with a dodgeball. When we're playing dodgeball, you try to hit that person as hard as you possibly can. Don't worry about the Bible verse. But whenever we are, you know, gathering for more intimate time with Jesus, whenever we're entering into worship or a Bible study, I said the same is going to be true. We are going to go all in in those moments and we are not going to think about dodgeball whenever we are, you know, spending time with Jesus. And uh, my point of that was really just to get them to go all in on the, the uh, spiritual side of things. I tried to separate the two uh, and just show them like, hey, like it's okay to go all in with Jesus. Even though I'm 11 years old, I don't have to have a mind thinking about dodgeball or basketball while I'm in worship. And I wanted to just give them the license and the freedom of their teenage minds to to really do what they want to do all the time anyways, and that's go all in. So today we are going, we're, we're talking about going all in. And what I really want to talk about is going all in in what you love to do with your entire heart, all right? So I want you to, you know, as you're listening to this, as you're watching this, think about the thing that you do. What is that thing? For me, I would say it's CrossFit. I really enjoy CrossFit. I love going to the gym. If Allie was here, she would probably chuckle a little bit and confirm that I love to go to the gym. 
I, I love to go to the gym every single day. If I can't go every day, uh, it's okay. If I go more than one day without going to the gym, I probably get a little uh, grumpy. And it's my preference to go to the gym more than one time per day. I know some people don't have that, that uh, issue. Some people, it is a fight to get them to go to the gym once. Uh, for, for other people, it's a fight to get them out of the gym because it's what they love to do. And for me, it's just, it's that. It's what I love to do. And um, I was at a, a crossroads a few weeks ago, and I, I wrote this all in my journal, which you can see right here in front of me. And basically, I just started spilling my guts up to the Lord in my journal. And I just said, Lord, this CrossFit thing, this hobby, this thing that I love to do, and I'm going all in on it, I'm afraid that I'm in the danger zone of it becoming an idol. And that was a hard conversation to have with the Lord. And I wrote it down. I said, God, I don't know how I've gotten myself to this point. CrossFit just being something I I like to do to the point where it's the thing that consumes most of my thoughts when I'm not at the gym. I spend more time thinking about you know, the workout I did this morning and how I could have improved it or, or how this movement felt than I do thinking about his word all, all throughout the day, meditating on his scriptures. And I was spending more time in the gym than I was on my knees or just alone in the word. And I'm not telling you that you have to X out every fun thing, everything that you love to do and only read the word. No, like you should read the word and the word should influence all those other areas of your life. But be careful when those areas of your life that you love to do so much and that you should go all in, I truly believe, for them to become an idol. And so what I want to talk to you today is about is just giving you wisdom and how to treat, you know, something that you love to do, that you, it consumes you if you would let it. Um, and we'll just kind of go from there, see where it goes. So um, shifting gears a little bit, and this all ties in together. But I was at church, uh, it was on a Sunday there was a Saturday night. We had a guy, Joel Richardson, came to our church, and I was sitting with our pastor, T.W., afterwards, and I was just chatting with him, you know, and, and this gentleman came up, and, and he asked T.W., he said, you know, T.W., you've got a lot, a lot of things going on right now. He said, you, you, you run a great church, you know, you, you pastor it, you've, uh, you've got a, a family that, you know, it, it seems like you're just thriving in your family life. Uh, you're you're in shape, man. You take care of things outside of the outside of the church, and in the gym, you know you prioritize your health. He said it just seems like you've got a lot going for you. How do you keep it all together? And what he was really asking him was, how do you prevent burnout, and how do you deal with burnout whenever you feel that coming on? And he simply said this. He he said the guy's name, and he said. I prioritize my time with the Lord sitting in his presence. 
That's it. Number one, I prioritize my time spent with the Lord. From that place, it can flow, my cup that overfloweth, it can spill into the other areas of my life. It can spill first into my family life. He said, if I don't have things right between my wife, if I don't have things right between my kids and my family, then it's going to be hard for me to lead my church right. It's going to be hard for me to go to the gym and have a clear mind when I'm there and really go all in on my workouts and, you know, not bingy and not, you know, fall into bad habits or, or not, you know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's hard to do anything outside of your home when inside your home things aren't the way they should be. So first I spend time with the Lord I get that part right. That's number one. Then I get my family right. I make sure that it's going good, like I'm leading well in my family. And then I use other things like the gym to actually free my mind, give myself an outlet, and it rejuvenates me for my real work, which is the church which is the, the ministry that he's a pastor of. And uh, man, all this plays together because whenever we spend so much time and so much energy and so much focus on the thing that we love to do, we can build a lot of momentum in our own strength for a while, but eventually we're going to fall on our face and burn out. I can love CrossFit, but eventually... I'm going to wake up one day and I'm going to say, what is all this for? Why am I even doing this? And at that point, it's going to be hard for me to get myself up out of bed and go to the gym because I don't have a deep why. But if I have a deep why, which is, you know, I want to honor the Lord with my body. I want to, I want to be a good steward with the body he's given me. And I want to give him glory in everything that I do, including my workouts. If I approach my workouts with that mindset, it's going to allow me to go a lot further one day in it. When you find your identity, so let me rewind. Where you find your identity might reflect your idolatry. I'm going to say that again. Where you find your identity might reflect where is your idolatry. So where is our identity? Our identity should be from the Lord. We, we know that. Hey, you, young man, young woman, your identity should be from nothing other than the Lord and what he says about you. The second that you start thinking, hey, my identity comes from my boyfriend, your boyfriend has become an idol. The second that you start thinking, hey, my identity comes from my workouts and, and CrossFit or fill in the blank, whatever you do for exercise, that's become an idol. Just clear as day. There it is. Just served it up for you. What you find your identity in might reflect what is your idol. Now, I have this thing in me that I love to do, that God's given me the passion to do. I got to get things right with him before I can go all in in these other areas. I can't just go all in in the gym. I can't just go all in working on music. Music's not my thing. It's Allie's thing. I've got her on my mind. 
as good as those things are, if you're not prioritizing your time with the Lord, you're going to burn out in all the other areas. So if you really want to be the best CrossFitter, if you really want to be the best musician, if you really want to be the best business man, business woman, spend time with the Lord. The Bible says that the builder, sorry, I, I got ahead of myself. The Bible says that unless the Lord builds the house, the builder labors in vain. I'm going to say that again. Unless the Lord builds the house, the builder labors in vain. Now, what does that mean? You can work as hard as you want to work. You can work as hard as you can work. But if you are doing it in your own strength and not the strength that the Lord gives you, you're doing it in vain. You're doing it all for nothing. That's a tough pill to swallow sometimes, but it's true. And it's something to like stop right now, whatever you're, whatever you're doing, whatever you're thinking, whatever you're dreaming of. It's important to get that figured out right now before you take another step. Because you don't want another wall that you put up, another piece of sheetrock that you put up, just going with the building a house analogy. You don't want to put another truss on your roof, another shingle on your roof without getting your strength from the Lord. Because that nail that you drive is going to be in vain if not. Now, my ultimate takeaways. I've already pretty much said them, but I just want to wrap them up to you. Whatever you're doing, do it with your whole heart. That's my challenge to you. If you are doing CrossFit, if you are playing sports, if you are writing music, if you are taking classes, I want to encourage you to go all in on that thing. Second. Make it second. Before you do that, go all in with the Lord. Very simple takeaways. Go on with the Lord and go all in in what you're doing. It will help you from burning out. And you go further than others that don't find their strength from the Lord. And even if those who, find their, who, those who don't find their strength from the Lord go further than you, it's okay because the, the, uh, the builder you know, who labors in his own strength, he labors in vain. So if you're working hard and you see somebody next to you working just as hard, but they're doing it in their own strength, hey, you know what you need to do? You need to grab him and say, hold on. You don't want to do this on your own. I'm not doing it on my own, and you shouldn't either. There's a, there's a, there's a strength much mightier than what you possess. I want to offer that to you. It's been freely given to me, so I freely give it to you. All right. There's my rah-rah. Now, I have one more thing to share with you. This is, a, this is a big shifting gears. I mean, really what this episode today is, is uh, it's kind of all over the place, right? I've got my journal, got my coffee. We're just kind of chatting. That's what we're doing. So there was something that I learned in this past week. Now, I want to share with you something that I experienced in the last week. So I work at a bank. And I, was, uh, I work in the front lines, so I don't work in loans. I, I work as a teller. I'm the one that if you come to the drive-thru, you're going to make your deposit with. You're going to make your, your withdrawal with. If you come into the bank to open up a new account, I might be the one handling that for you. 
and uh, I, I was watching a Todd White video at lunch. And in this Todd White video, he was just simply evangelizing on the street. And this girl came up to him. She recognized him, and she was like, Todd, you know, you, you go around doing all these amazing things. You go around saying, you know, prophesying, speaking words of prophecy to people. You know, hey, I had this on my, my, my mind. This, does this mean anything to you? It does. No way. Can I pray for that? You know, and he, he does these kinds of things, and he's gifted in it. He's, he's really gifted. And this girl was like, I don't have that. How do I get that? He said, well, he who is faithful with little will be given more. So if that's something that you desire, why don't you just be faithful with what you feel like God's telling you to tell that person? You know, maybe it's not anything crazy. Maybe it's, you know, the Lord's just putting on your mind, hey, tell that one right there that I love them and that I have a plan for their life. If you feel like the Lord's telling you to speak that word to somebody, you go do it. Doesn't have to be elaborate. Doesn't have to seem like a mysterious thing. Doesn't have to seem like you just solve some riddle, you know, because it's, that's not what it is. It's just experiencing something from the Lord and then walking in faith to see it pass. Anyways, I watched that video at lunch and I'm really inspired. And I, I, I put my phone up, I walked back up front, uh, and there's a gentleman waiting for me to open up a new account. Now I'm going to slow down a little bit. I sit down to open a new account for this gentleman, and he he says, he just starts to tell me everything that's going on in his life. I can't share the details with you. But what I can share is that He had been through a lot, especially in the near past. And I felt like the Lord was telling me to speak to this guy and tell this man that God loves him and that God has a plan and a purpose in the pain. Really simple word. I mean, I, I think that word goes for everybody. I know it does. And so um, I'm sitting there kind of nervous, kind of wrestling with it. Like, Lord, I, you know, isn't that silly that I even wrestle with that? But I do. Eventually, I, I tell him, I say, hey, I just want you to know. I feel like God's wanting me to tell you this, that he loves you. And everything that you're going through. It's painful, but he has a purpose and he has a plan with this pain. This gentleman just started weeping. And it just hit me that I have been missing the mark. In my day-to-day life, I've been missing the mark to evangelize, I've been missing the mark to spread the word, to spread encouragement. I've been missing the mark. And I I tell you that not out of shame. I don't feel bad. You know, the Lord, he's merciful. But he's shown me 
Like, Kyle, you, you've been missing the mark, dude. I'm giving you opportunities each and every day if you just seek them to minister to people's needs in my name. And I was like, man, God, you're right. <laughs> you are. And what I want you to know, I'm talking to you now, is that if you're asking the Lord for opportunities to evangelize, to spread his word, he's going to give you opportunities. Now, how good are you going to be at recognizing those opportunities? How much are you going to dig into them when it doesn't seem like there's anything there, but you've prayed for it and you know God's faithful and you know he's going to put things in front of you? How much are you going to dig and how much are you going to lean into those opportunities? Something to think about. So that's what I experienced this week. It left me um, changed because this, this man was changed through this conversation. After I explained all this to him, he said to me, you have no idea how badly I needed to hear that. And he later did something to demonstrate to me that he received the word that I gave him. So, yeah, that's just a, just a cup of coffee with Kyle uh, kind of talk on this Monday morning. I just I hope you guys have a great week. I hope that your week is blessed. I pray right now that the Lord would go before you this week, that he would fight your every battle before you even get there, and that you would be able to walk in the strength knowing that he is with you, that he's given you everything to live a life that's holy and pleasing to him. We talked about burnout today. Best ways to deal with burnout is to actually not find your identity in that thing. Uh, your identity might reflect where your idols are, but prioritize your time with the Lord. Let everything flow from that place. Get your family right. Do the things you love to do. God will use it for his glory and for his benefit. And then second, wherever you are this week, Whatever you do in your daily routine or your out-of-the-ordinary, you know, routine, whatever, look for opportunities to minister the gospel. Find ways to fit Jesus' name into a conversation, even if you just slice his name right in there. You never know what's going to stem from that, and it might be exactly what somebody needed to hear that day. So God bless you this week. We'll see you next week. Allie will be back with me. And we'll see you next time. Thanks for joining me. See ya. <laughs> Wrapping up an episode by yourself is a little difficult. So I'm sorry. I'm, uh, I'm a PIT pastor in training. I get three closes. This is my third one. See you next time.